This episode is sponsored by Blockbases, your platform to navigate Web3 safely. Remember the feeling you have when you connect your wallet to a new dApp or smart contract, not exactly sure if this is safe or not? Well, Blockbases will answer that question for you before making any detrimental mistakes, risking all your assets in your wallet. With Blockbases, you can easily review dApps and smart contracts that have either been audited or hacked. All dApps and smart contracts have been graded with a security score. And if you find yourself wondering, hmm, maybe there were some shady dApps I connected my wallet to in the past. Well, Blockbases makes it easy for you to scan your wallet and revoke access to any dApps or smart contracts that pose a risk to the funds in your wallet. To try Blockbases today, go on blockbases.com. That is blockbases.com. Welcome to uh, the Cosmos Club. And Coin Club, our parent organization, where we talk all things crypto. Cosmos Club, where we talk all things Cosmos. We invite interesting, fascinating, hardworking builders to the, from the Cosmos ecosystem to spaces like this. And today, for the first time, we have you, Shane, from uh, from Side Protocol. And uh, what we'd like to do on these spaces is to have a little bit of a personal touch before we dive into what Side Protocol is. So uh, let's hear your story, Shane. How did you end up building and working on? The, Inside protocol. Um, yeah, thanks for inviting me to the show. And I'm Shen Chu, the co-founder of Labs, uh, which is the core contributor of protocol. So um, yeah, I mean, it's a pleasure to be here to introduce myself and what we've been, what we've been brewing at Side. Um, um, about myself, I first got into blockchain space and Bitcoin. Um, back in college, when I saw these Bitcoin ATMs being in store in quite a few places around our campus, and then I gradually fe- fell down this rabbit hole and started to uh, kind of dig further into what is behind this tech. Uh, initially, I was extremely down, uh, drawn to dApps on Ethereum, and then started to realize that this cryptocurrency thing might have a chance to um, kind of revolutionize the traditional financial industry. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, after that, I, I officially commenced my career in the crypto industry after graduation. And in 2019, when the market hit a bear, I joined Binance Labs as a researcher. My role there involved early stage investment, um, incubation, research, uh, launchpad and listing stuff. Some of the deals that I was heavily involved in, uh, there are still like by far among the best invest- among the best investments Binance ha- has ever made. And then uh, I turned transition from Binance to explore uh, the broader horizons of the crypto space. Uh, and then year twenty twenty proven to be a pivotal point. The DeFi wave hit, and it was like a gold rush of opportunities. For me, it was like, um, you know, like this door uh, flinging wide open, and I was so fired up to stabbing these opportunities. And fast forward to um, 2021, I got hooked on this very big idea of keeping internet privacy safe using blockchain. And that interest led me to become an investor and a full-time contributor to the uh, network privacy project NIM NYN. So I'm not sure um, if you heard about it, but 
NIMI's uh, privacy project that is backed by top tier VCs like S6NZ, Polychain, Binance, and, and many other mm-hmm. good ones. Uh, it's also a Cosmos project. Um, yeah, so after contributing fully to the NIM project for about two years, I started this new project with some amazing Cosmos enthusiasts and developers um, with the initial idea of building a DAX on IBC um, and gradually evolving that work to the whole architecture that we have today for SAC protocol. Beautiful. So uh, you've been in the, both in Cosmos and in crypto for quite some time, it sounds like. Um, and it's yeah, funny, five years. Yeah. It's funny to see how um, a lot of people that I talked to, they uh, they got started with crypto in the late 15, maybe uh, 2017 also. Um, and arguably with the next uh, cycle, which is perhaps beginning now, uh, we're going to see a floodgate of new builders, new people coming into crypto. It's just striking me. Um, I've hosted, I think, more than 100 spaces at this point. And a lot of people that I speak to, 80%, I'll estimate, uh, they joined uh, in, in, in 16 and 17. So I can only imagine how many people will join uh, in the next cycle or mm-hmm. after, I should say. But, uh, but that's awesome. So let's, uh, let's talk about site protocol, Shay. Uh, let's talk about what you guys are building up there. Because obviously, most people and Cosmos, they will know about DEXs and uh, exchanges. It's one of the first dApps that uh, people ever interact with. How is, uh, so tell us about site protocol before we start talking about how site protocol is different from some of the other DEXs out there. Um, yeah, I mean, um, the way we are different from other DEXs or other like Leo One DAX protocols is that SAP protocol is the first modular and omnichain exchange layer that offers a, a full stack uh, like infra for N2s and applications for for uh, for DAX. Um, and what I mean by like modular, uh, I'm saying how like the design of the protocol is broken down into different pieces, uh, each have uh, its uh, very specific functions and uh, what I mean by Omnichain is that it's, it's, it's not only like a multi-chain protocol that support, supports different networks, you can also execute cross-chain um, atomic swaps and facilitate asset swaps across different blockchains just uh, using a general uh, communication protocol and without a need for bridges. And lastly, side protocol is full stack. That means uh, it can offer um, different uh, DEX products, not only Amon or not only Orebook. We, we are going to cover uh, three mechanisms behind these DEXs. And yeah, uh, in addition to these DEX features, we also have our own layer one blockchain that is crafted for the uh, exchange applications and for future developers to build uh, different uh, different protocols. It's interesting. And uh, the whole modularity uh, narrative, I would almost call it now, uh, is definitely gaining some traction. The Celestia coming online and doing the airdrop, et cetera. 
But modularity for site or site chain is not built on Celestia, right? It's modularity in a, in a different way. And perhaps you can also speak to the, the approach you have with the mesh liquidity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our, our blockchain is not currently using Celestia, but we are looking to this tag. Like, um, so for our order book, we are thinking about using it, using the ticket wrap uh, to build this order book so it can perform as good as other centralized exchanges. And uh, on that order book, we are looking to Celestia and use it as the DA layer for uh, data publishing. But yeah, um, uh, the, the, the modular layer, I mean, for side protocol, it's not like how the blockchain is created in a modular way. It's more like our protocol itself uh, is is a modular design, and the, the the protocol itself can also be used as a module for other blockchains. Um, but it's more like an application module, not like an infra module. I see. So you are actually deploying on uh, on Celestia, which is in and of itself exciting to a lot of people out there. But you're also developing an app chain infrastructure. Talk to me about how that works out, because I think maybe this is just a simple mind like myself, but there's a choice. Either you use the Cosmos SDK and track validators, et cetera, to build your own app chain, or you uh, build on, on Celestia. But yeah, perhaps you can uh, unpack that, how, the, how that works. Yeah, I mean, we're currently not using like Celestia, but just doing a lot of research into them and like trying to use them maybe for future architecture stuff. But for our own architecture, um, um, uh, for our own architecture, it's a layer one that we basically craft for uh, different exchange applications. Um, and then we're deploying like our flagship DEX products on top of it, uh, like the mesh liquidity stuff, uh, also like our order book. And we also have like some different specific modules in this blockchain uh, for these purposes. I see. Um, yeah, but let's talk about them. Uh, the, uh, the novel DEX product that you guys are building with mesh liquidity, because of course, most people listening to this, uh, especially people in Cosmos, they immediately will think about something like Osmosis or perhaps Kujira, uh, Kujira's FIMP uh, order book uh, decks, whereas uh, Osmosis yeah. obviously uh, is mostly famous for their AMM style decks. So yeah, perhaps you can uh, talk to us about first maybe the problems that AMM decks and book club decks are facing and then how a side protocol is, is trying to address that. Yeah, uh, I think the both project you mentioned are like action decks, or they also have like some DeFi protocols built on top of it uh, in Cosmos. And I do have a lot of respect for these projects in their community. They are like pioneers building this financial infra that really serves uh, Cosmos ecosystem. And the major difference uh, between their uh, projects and ours is mostly around the tech stack that we are using um, uh, for us, I mean, we also have our own layer one action in Cosmos that is crafted uh, for exchange. But what we are really building on a very high level 
is an omni-chain solution, which also goes beyond our own chain and goes beyond Cosmos to EVN ecosystem, including all the layer ones and layer twos there. Um, so technically we are not using uh, like Go or Rust. We're also using like, Solidity to deploy smart contracts in this ecosystem. And regarding the interoperable solutions that we're using, instead of relying solely on these asset transfer type of bridging solutions, we also offer bridgeless solutions that can avoid the traditional lock and mean mechanism to move assets and bridge liquidity from one chain to another um, to further min uh, minimize the trust during that process. So um, for us, I mean, we want to build products and infra that can truly serve the next wave of mainstream adoption. And then when we look at all the available technologies there, Cosmos by far offers one of the best tech stack that we can use to fulfill that mission. But we are very like technically we are agnostic to this tech stack and um, you know, majority of the assets are still in these ecosystems. And for us to capture that market share, we have to also use and deploy on top of these ecosystems to really grow our pie bigger and, and bootstrap our usage and tractions uh, for our our protocol. Definitely, man, definitely. And uh, I want to talk about how you uh, you nail that, uh, you know, the modularity part. And I want to dive in a bit into that. But before I do, uh, let's talk about the different partnerships that you guys are striking. Because I think a lot of people look at Cy Protocol right now and think mm -hmm. like, wow, you guys really uh, have something going for them. Like they're partnering up with uh, Injective, with uh, Babylon for, for Bitcoin. Um, a lot of different partnerships. <laughs> there must be something that uh, they see that are truly unique. So yeah, talk to us about those partnerships and uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, perhaps uh, what you guys are looking for uh, in those partnerships. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we recently established some decent partnerships within Cosmos to further grow our ecosystem. And these partnerships now established officially with uh, Injective, Neem, Archway, uh, Neutron, uh, all in to broaden the integration of our protocol uh, and these integrations are already optional on our private testnet, and these are performing pretty well. Um, that will be released very soon to the public. And our collaboration, for example, with Cousin Watson chains like Neutron or Archway or Injective are basically deploying the smart contracts of our two applications, the mesh liquidity application, also atomic swap applications onto these blockchains. Um, and that will enable uh, the cross-chain, uh, like what we call interchain liquidity uh, between uh, different blockchains and create a liquidity network. Um, and our collaboration with, uh, collaboration like with Babylon, like last from last week, has brought Bitcoin timestamping to our testnet, allowing blocking information to be Timestamp into uh, Bitcoin blocks, and that will reduce the unbounding time from 
two to three weeks to just uh just a day, and then it can also improve the security of our chain. Um, you know, the, there are, uh, I mean, regarding like marketing, I, I think for early stage project, I, I think I believe that doing more partnerships is the most cost effective way of growing awareness and doing marketing. For projects like us, we are, to be honest, still early. And and we, but I think we are we do have connections and we are doing real integrations. So, so we want to leverage that to do more partnership and uh, improve our marketing. And there are many other partnership in the pipeline that are still under NDA. But our goal is to uh, deploy our our protocol to all layer ones and layer twos, and ultimately make our protocol. An omnichain solution uh, that that kind of provides the best exchange infra and liquidity layer uh, for for the whole space. Beautiful. And how has uh, the work been done with uh, Celestia? Or you're experimenting with Celestia. Do you have like a direct partnership with them, or are you simply just building on top of Celestia, like uh, many other developers are piling in these days? No, no. Uh, I mean. We we haven't really done like real integrations yet. Uh, we we've been talking to them for quite a while, trying to like leverage their rocket and and something they recommend us to to uh look at. So um, there's no like real to be honest. There there's no there's nothing concrete at the moment. Uh, but yeah, we we'll, we'll definitely do more research on how that can fit into our architecture. Beautiful, beautiful. So uh, talk to us a bit about the, the roadmap from here. So uh, you guys have been building, building and building more. <laughs> this is what bear markets are for. Um, what's, uh, what's people looking forward to? Um, when can we uh, test things? When can we use things? Talk to us a bit about the roadmap that you guys are uh, you know, getting into. Sure. Uh, so since the inception of our project, we've done a lot of things. Um, with the capital we secured in May this year, we were able to hire a full stack team of 10 people to work on different pieces of our architecture. Our DevNet was released about two months ago, and the private testnet is tentatively scheduled to come public uh, in about one month. At the moment, we are refining both the back end and front end, and we'll start boarding a selected group of validators very soon. Um, we, we've completed our implementations in Cosmos and now working on these EVN integrations and following the upcoming public testnet release. There may be an additional one to two testnets introduced with more features to Kind of, kind of, uh, stress test assistant. As our protocol is designed to be modular, um, some components can run independently without the whole tech stack ready, and we will gradually roll out um, minutes of consumer-facing products once we finish audit. Um, I think for the first product, it might probably come out at the end of this year or, or early next year. But for the chain, the blockchain itself, 
the launch of the Mana will likely be uh, next year. I hope we can make it um, meet next year. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about the uh, rollout also because there is something that a lot of people get excited about, and that is in particular mm-hmm. the, uh, the token. Uh, whenever we talk to Cosmos people, of course, then uh, an app chain means a token. We mentioned also testnet coming uh, live, hopefully, uh, in the next month or so. Yeah. So uh, I assume there will be a token. If you cannot say anything about the token, just let us know. But uh, there's a lot of people who want hunting for alpha uh, in space. So I have to ask you, Shane, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the token? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, you never see projects releasing tokens during on test message. And same for us. Um, I mean, we're definitely going to have a token after we release the main net. But during the test message, uh, there's no token, but we're going to have a lot of campaigns and um, uh, some very exciting quests that people can participate and get rewards. Uh, we built a whole product that's designed to be a quest system where everyone can sign up with their Discord, get a role from uh, social campaigns, and, 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 and join our testnet. And uh, yeah, just stay tuned for our upcoming te- uh, upcoming sta- uh, updates for all these campaigns. Definitely, and we'll make sure here at the club to uh, blast things out and amplify them uh, whenever you have updates. That's for sure. But um, speaking of the roadmap, uh, we tend to get in crypto and in cosmos also. Uh, we tend to get pretty caught up in uh, in like short term things, like what are we gonna deliver in in a week or in a month or in a quarter or, you know, short term, basically. But paint us a picture how site protocol looks like a few years from now. I know crypto never sleeps and things move super fast. But um, I think the name site protocol is, is, is quite interesting. The, the first thing I thought of when I, when I heard the, or saw the name site protocol, this is a long time back, but that was something similar to what Nirvana uh, is doing with their perp exchange. Uh, if you're not familiar with Levana, they do uh, these perpetual derivative exchanges. Uh, yeah, built no. Cosmos Chains, uh, integrated with Osmo. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. This integrating with Injective, just like you guys, uh, actually. Um, so that was the first uh, thought that came to my head when, uh, when, I, when I started reading about and noticing site protocol uh, is that a correct understanding like that's a similar strategy site protocol has just like uh, Nirvana protocol or yeah basically how does site protocol a few years from now what is the end game for site protocol if you will um yeah uh for the end game um I mean our goal has always been to build the first class and full stack decentralized exchange infra layer for the whole crypto ecosystem. And when you boil it down to first principles, you know, exchanging assets is a fundamental human activity that has been around for thousands of years. And, you know, this essence of exchange is a basic truth that won't change. But looking ahead, 
the tech behind this exchange will evolve, and we believe that even uh, uh, 10 years or 20 years down the line, SciParticle will still stick to its mission to provide the best exchange infra uh, for crypto assets or the real world assets for both uh, institutions and retailers when we hit mainstream adoption. And that's a angle for us. Um, yeah. You also plan to, uh, so I think you are absolutely right, uh, hitting the nail on his head when you say that being able to swap or exchange assets is something we've been doing for thousands of years. But that also requires that there's ease of use. It's uh, yeah. highly adopted and uh, yeah, basically something that uh, everyday people can do without thinking about all kinds of wallet solutions and key phrases and whatnot. Uh, is that something that you guys also uh, focused on or will be working on at some point? Now that you mentioned, you know, one of becoming the, the layer that people use for trading uh, generally, um, I guess that would also require then you that you move uh, down the stack, if you will, or up the stack, depending on how you look at it, uh, to uh, normies and not just crypto natives like, like you and I, for example. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, like, um, you know, everyone loves a, a very good UX and UI, right? And we have this, um, like, in part of our uh, architecture, we have um, what we call ZK side that is uh, built for that purpose to make decentralized order book trading feels as smooth as using your favorite centralized exchanges. Um, for people outside crypto, they are more familiar familiar with order book or central limited order book side of uh, kind of um, trading experience. Uh, and then we're trying to make the infra super easy uh, for um, for applications to be built on top of it and for end users to uh, experience the same UX uh, for for trading crypto. And that's something we are also crafting uh, at SciProtocol. So that comes back to like the 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 question you just had. Um, like how we uh, build our, like what, what's in store for side protocol, um, like the modular part. So our tech stack is like a big box of uh, 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 like Legos. You can think of it like Legos, um, which are basically modules. Each piece have different and special purposes. Um, and when you look at these uh, modules, we have like three sub protocols and layer one blockchain. The first one I just mentioned is DKSI. It's a central limited order book infra designed for um, for decentralized uh, exchanges to provide a centralized exchange uh, UX. And the second we have is mesh liquidity. What mesh liquidity is using the AMM mechanism instead of the club or central, uh, the, the order book style. So for mesh liquidity is positioned as the modular liquidity layer for um, Omnichain DeFi. And just think of it as a social network where every blockchain can use one shared liquidity layer 
Um, and, and then we also have this uh, atomic swap protocol. We used to call it like interchain atomic swap, but then, but now we're building this not only in Cosmos, but also in um, uh, EVN ecosystem. And not only for the cross-chain version, we're also being the on-chain or in-chain version. So altogether, we put this protocol a new name called OpenSide Protocol. So OpenSide Protocol is the first very scalable atomic swap protocol ever in crypto space that can be widely used by both EVN and Cosmos ecosystems. And now we are actually using it to build a very cool product that consumers can use. Uh, it's a, a very cool omnichain OTC marketplace for custom orders. Um, so when you look at crypto today, we have AMN order book, but we don't have a marketplace for OTC on-chain deals. And we're building this product just using this, uh, this atomic swap protocol. And, and uh, lastly, we have our own chain. Um, it's an app chain for DEX. Uh, and with the introduction of permissionless deployment of smart contracts in the future, it can be an ecosystem and it can be used by anyone who wants to build an application. Yeah. Oh man, beautiful. Talk to us a bit about how you approach the ecosystem and the community. We are big fans of people building in the Cosmos and in general in crypto. Um, how are you using or perhaps leveraging the Cosmos community and, uh, or, or said in another way, uh, how do you think Cosmos can help you become a, a success and, and deliver on the, on the promises that you guys are making with uh, with Side Protocol? Mm -hmm. So initially started with all the works within Cosmos. We um, um, our first uh, spec uh, specification got approved by IBC core team and then merged our application to uh, the IBC repo. Um, that got a lot of traction about our project. That, that, that spec was called ICS100 Interchain Atomic Swap. It's the first scalable atomic swap in the crypto industry. Why I say scalable? Because when you look at atomic swap between like Bitcoin, Ethereum, those are not scalable because they are only limited to, limited to two networks. They cannot be scaled to more networks, but by deploying this atomic swap on IBC, we can allow uh, tens or in the future, even thousands of blockchains to use the same atomic swap standard. So that's the first one that we built in Cosmos. We got a lot of support from IBC team, Interchain Foundation, uh, and then, um, and then uh, we also got uh, got help from like builders program initially early this year, and that further uh, drive our uh, traction, get more attention from the community. Then we internally, I had this chat with my co-founder Ping, who said that oh, why not we just also turn this project to a larger narrative. Um, by the way, Ping's uh, Ping's also a very like. Like very, very OG in in Cosmos, he built this pin pub, which is the by mm -hmm. far I think the most popular open source explorer in Cosmos. And then, um, um, we, we turned the initial idea of only building this interchain atomic swap to 
the whole architecture that we have today for size protocol, as you can see, the new narrative now is the exchange layer or a modular exchange layer. But initially, it was just uh, this IBC app. And then after that um, IBC app idea, we have another idea, interchange liquidity, which uh, refers to ICS 101, interchange liquidity specification. And that's also under review. Um, but we've finished all the implementations on the back end for that as well. And then altogether, uh, we start deploying these two applications also in EVN ecosystem. Um, so I think, uh, so I, so we decided to uh, kind of uh, change our narrative gradually. And then uh, uh, now we have uh, the full picture of our architecture. And that's pretty much on the technical side and, and, the, and the, on, on the uh, like fundraising side, there were uh, some of our investors or backers, they are, uh, they are particularly drawn to Cosmo, Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, since we also building Cosmos, uh, we got a lot of support from them. Um, and we also got a lot of advices from like some Cosmos OG out there. Um, yeah, I mean, Cosmos also provides the best tech stack uh, in terms of the interchain ecosystem um, that other uh, ecosystem doesn't, uh, isn't, other ecosystem don't have. Like IBC um, is by far, uh, uh, I think, the, uh, you cannot say it's like trustless, but most trust minimized protocol ever in the crypto. And uh, also, you know, IBC is going to evolve thanks to the efforts from the core development team behind IBC. Like recently, there's a development or discussion about uh, Atomic IBC that will further enhance interoperability and enable true autonomy for cross-chain applications. And, and uh, yeah, FYI, Atomic IBC basically is uh, a new... A protocol that allows action across different chains to be grouped together into one transaction and ensures either all transaction or all actions are completed or just fail. And that's some new development on IBC side. And so what I mean here is uh, we are seeing a lot of, a lot of uh, technical progress in, in Cosmos and these are also super helpful for us since we don't need to worry about like lower layer infra, like transport layer, that kind of stuff. Uh, we can focusing on this higher layer on the application layer on, on these protocols like IBC. So yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And yeah, we thank you for building in Cosmos. Um, it's always great to see builders and OGs continue to build in Cosmos. And that brings me to actually something that uh, is highly debated in the, in the Cosmos ecosystem these days is the uh, is sort of the app chain thesis getting uh, perhaps challenged by uh, the Cosmos Hub, where you can now rent security from Cosmos Hub and deploy a consumer chain, whatever we want to call it now. Um, if you could do it all over again um, and you were starting out today, the side, side protocol, 
would you consider deploying on Cosmos Hub or would you stick to the app chain thesis, building an app chain? Uh, that's a, also a very good question. Um, there are both pros and cons to consider when thinking about deploying as a consumer chain. For instance, uh, ICS uh, Interchain Liquidity can offer consumer chains better security by tapping into the full validator set and large market value of Cosmos Hub. This way, we can avoid the high cost that come with setting up and maintaining our own validator set. But to use interchain security, consumer chains need to get approval from the provider chain. And getting this approval can be long and, and time consuming and it, and it can be difficult. Um, so for early stage project like us, we need to think about like opportunity costs and, and, and whether it's worth it or not. And when it comes to customization, for example, um, the ability to tailor economy models like fee structures and, and tokenomics may be limited since they can be affected or restricted by the provider chain's own models and governance decisions. And when it comes to um, you know pr uh, things like uh, protocol upgrades, making protocol upgrades or changes could also be challenging um, due to reliance on provider chain's protocol and governance. And that will potentially affect our ability to quickly adapt to new, uh, new requirements and, and new, new features. So overall for us, the Cosmos tech stack is, I mean, like I mentioned, uh, the Cosmos tech stack is just one part of our puzzles. Uh, as we also deploy on EVN and other ecosystem, um, there are many factors to consider if we decide to use ICS. As of now, maintaining our own validator set as an option seems to offer more flexibility. But um, like you said, um, if we, I, I think uh, we don't need to start all over again, like for that, uh, Assumption like we can still like in the future if we want we can still try to switch just like stride uh, Switch to become consumer chain mm. and that could still be a possibility that we might explore in the future True. Yeah, it's been done and uh, More people might be doing it just like stride is uh, moving from being an app chain to a consumer chain It's uh, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, it's funny how the Cosmos ecosystem or the Cosmos hub in particular and uh, and something like Ethereum uh, is starting to look more and more alike, right? It, it seems like uh, Cosmos got all things right from the beginning. Um, but the big unknown is, is still to this day, like what is the role of Cosmos hub? And I think it's starting to find it uh, just like people are starting to see how Ethereum can scale being sort of not a hub, of course, but all the sort of security, building all these uh, layer twos, uh, rollups, etc., on Ethereum, is pretty much uh, just renting security from the Ethereum network, similar to how consumer chains are renting security from the Cosmos hub. So it's just interesting to see how how these things play out uh, in retrospect. Uh, that Ethereum and Cosmos has been sort of 
two camps uh, historically in crypto, two different ways of building chain stuff and dApps. And now they're starting to look more and more alike, which is also why Celestia is a is a interesting uh, platform and protocol to build on because they bring in a whole new narrative of modularity, which might or might not be the winning strategy. Who knows? Uh, time will tell, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think it's wise to uh, to be betting on on multiple. Uh, it might be difficult for people to wrap their head around to begin with, but that's also why we host spaces like this to uh, to really unpack how you guys are set up and, and what you're trying to accomplish. Shane, um, I want to go a bit broader on the just not not just uh, talking about Cosmos, but uh, what excites you about Web three and, and and crypto these days? Um. I, I think uh, in addition to like exchange, so again, let's go down like break um, break off or break down the fundamentals and and to to the first principles. Um, so uh, I think exchange is one of the uh, most interesting application in crypto, and it's it's sustainable uh, business. On the other side, I also like payment. In crypto, because um, Bitcoin was initially created for payment, but now it's mostly used for as like digital gold. But I still feel like crypto is our key to hand uh, to hit uh, mainstream adoption if we use it as a payment scene. So we're seeing a lot of traction with Tron on um, USDT today. Um, like Tron's got the most the largest user base out there in the crypto space and yeah i, th- I think that's very important and uh and i think for crypto to become mainstream the initiation will come from this emerging market where a large number of people like access to traditional banking system um and these nations trust in traditional banking is not well established so so like crypto payment have the potential to bypass the banking system in web 2 uh and and citizens in this emerging market market can leapfrog the traditional banking system and that that can uh, uh help crypto to hit mainstream and I, I'm really in, interested in that topic. Like, if I don't start Cyborgle, I might just start another maybe payment project stuff. <laughs> nice. Do you think that's uh, that's needed to get right in order for us to go mainstream? Yes, definitely. It'll be interesting to see how it works out for sure. I mean, if the next cycle begins now, um, I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of progress since uh, since the last cycle. Um but are we really ready for, with, for example, payments, as you say? Um, obviously, a lot of people really uh, started paying attention to crypto when they saw all these debit cards, for example, uh, coming out, your cup of coffee or whatever with, uh, with crypto. Um, but still, people are, you know, then they need to sign up somewhere. It's a new place. Uh, maybe they need to connect a wallet, a MetaMask or something. Uh, I just feel like we're still we 
we still have some work to do on the wallet side and uh, yeah. on side, essentially, um, in order for us to really get our grandmas uh, bought into but I'm sure there are smart people out there who's working on this. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I have confidence that uh, we'll, we'll get this right eventually. So uh, before we close this thing off, uh, Shane, um, is there anything that we can do as a community? We are here to help builders of the uh, both Cosmos ecosystem, but also the broader uh, crypto ecosystem. And uh, obviously, the more people that builds, the more people that pushes this industry forward, uh, the better. So what can we do as a community to help you uh, make a dent in the crypto and normal universe? Oh, I can see you are mute, Shane. Hmm. Shane is a listener now. Let me invite you to speak again. Hi. Yeah, you can still hear me? Um, not sure if it's yours or my problem, but yeah, uh, glad to be back. Yeah, I don't know if you uh, if you jumped out or if there's a glitch on the internet or Twitter spaces. Did you hear my last question? Or? No, I didn't. Uh, I, I lost you okay. for like quite, quite a few seconds, like a minute. No worries. The, uh, the last question here that I had before we close this thing off, Shane, is um, is what what we can do as a community. How do we help you uh, become a smashing success? We love builders in Cosmos and crypto as a whole. So how can we help uh, make sure that you guys succeed? Uh, yeah, we would definitely love to get help from the community and you know, there's a uh, like I mentioned, there's a testnet that is set to launch next month. And leading up to that, we have uh, a bunch of marketing plans lined up. Um, so we would love to invite uh, people from the community to join our um, marketing events like campaigns, and uh, that will um, we would love to get feedbacks like valuable feedbacks from you and. Following that, we have two programs coming up. First one is called Interchain, uh, Insider Program. Sorry, Insider Program, where uh, community members can can get a very special role on our Discord called Insider. With that title, um, uh, community members can get a sneak peek at what we are working on these days and can get early access to our testnet. Um, and then we will also introduce a new program, ambassador program, to onboard some people from different regions to help us grow our community. So if anyone is interested, keep an eye out for applications that will be released very soon. Um, so yeah, we'd love to get help. Uh, stay tuned for our upcoming updates. And uh, yeah, awesome man, Shane. This has been a pleasure to have you on, and I'm sure this is not the last time that we hear from you. Uh, we'll make sure, at least here at the Coin Globe and Cosmos Globe, to um, to amplify any updates that you guys have, any announcements that you make. 
it's, it's awesome what you guys are building. So it's definitely worthwhile sharing with the rest of the community. So Shane, thank you so much for coming on today and uh, Godspeed to you and your team. Really, really appreciate for hosting this space today. And uh, yeah, I uh, hope you have a good day. You too, man. Take care, Shane. Ciao. Bye-bye. This episode is sponsored by Blockbases, your platform to navigate Web3 safely. Remember the feeling you have when you connect your wallet to a new dApp or smart contract, not exactly sure if this is safe or not? Well, Blockbases will answer that question for you before making any detrimental mistakes risking all your assets in your wallet. With Blockbases, you can easily review dApps and smart contracts that have either been audited or hacked. All dApps and smart contracts have been graded with a security score, and if you find yourself wondering, hmm, maybe there were some shady dApps I connected my wallet to in the past, well, Blockbases makes it easy for you to scan your wallet and revoke access to any dApps or smart contracts that pose a risk to the funds in your wallet. To try Blockbases today, go on blockbases.com, that is blockbases.com.